WPGU 107.1. That was Tom Sawyer by Rush. Mike Carpenter is the host of Tay and Carp on ESPN 93.5, and he's the lead singer and guitarist on Champagne's Local Decadence. He lived a once-in-a-lifetime experience as he performed the song you just heard with the Foo Fighters. Mike, welcome to WPGU 107.1. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Unbelievable experience. Uh, but I want to start out, you are uh, already in a band. So for people who are wondering that they were in a in the concert, a lot of people were like, is he in a band? And he's not. You are actually in a band. It's called uh, Decadence. And we've had you in the studio before. Yeah, yeah. We've been here a couple times before. So we play locally. And uh, no, after this all unfolded, there were some people that came up and they were like, y- you were planted, right? I mean, that was a setup. And no, it was not. It was totally spontaneous. Uh, but... Through my life, I mean, since I was 15, I'm 31 now, but since I was 15, I've been in bands in one one way, shape, or form. So, you know, 300, 400 gigs later, you know, this is this crazy culmination of it. It's almost like, all right, I've I've retired from music. Like, you aren't going to top that, right? Um, But there was all this sort of, uh, in a weird way, I guess, preparation for something like this, if it ever happened. But the thing is, you never think it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if you want to just share with us like the timeline, basically a play-by-play of what happened that day and then uh, the next days after, kind of um, how do you feel after those few days? So, um, yeah, that, that last Wednesday was when the Foo Fighters came in town, and a friend and I, we had nosebleed tickets, and we were kind of resigned to the fact that, uh, you know, that's fine, we're in the venue at least, but we've... We're kind of ticket snobs in a way. It's like, well, if we can get close, let's get close. So that that whole day, I'm checking the State Farm Center website on and off. And then right at 5.55, five minutes before the doors open, I get on the website and I see there's four tickets available. So I give him a call. I say, we got to do this, right? He's like, of course. So uh, we get in there and we get a spot right along the rail stage uh, to the right of the stage. And we watched the Struts, great opening band. We're ready for the Foo Fighters. And we actually did make one passing joke about, okay, we're on the rail. The band's going to be right there. They do some fan interaction stuff. Um, they brought a guitar, uh, someone to play guitar in Big Me, I think, the night before Madison, something like yeah. that. So we're just joking about ways that maybe, oh, if I got up there, what would I do? But then the show starts and you forget about it. You just enjoy the show, and it was a great show. So midway through that set, they start doing band introductions, and first it's the keyboard player, and he starts playing Jump by Van Halen, so they do a verse. Crowd loves it. Bass player, he starts another one, Bites the Dust by Queen, and Taylor Hawkins, the drummer, sings on it. They kill it, do a verse, they stop. And now Taylor Hawkins, he starts fiddling around the drum set, I think playing Tom... At this point, it gets a little fuzzy, right? Because I don't think any of the videos caught what Taylor was doing before Dave Grohl starts playing the riff to Tom Sawyer. And this is where things start kind of... Not going fast, but like slow motion. And he says, does anyone here know Tom Sawyer? So I raise my uh, raise my hand. I start yeah, pointing, you're pointing at, the t- at yourself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pointing at myself, and my friends pointing at me. And there's some people around us. They're pointing at me too, like this guy, this guy. So they're getting into it. And Dave's like, "You, you get on stage, man." So I look. We're right next to the security guard at the rail. He kind of shrugs. He's like, "All right, go." And did you ever think that maybe it was someone else that he was pointing at, or there was a guy that was in front of us to the left, and I'm like. Is it him? Is it me? <laughs> I had a slightly delayed response when he said, uh, you, man, get on stage. And my friend actually kind of yanked me by my, my jacket. He's like, dude, go, go. He's talking about you. So I'm side stage now, and it's like, what? Is <laughs> like, you start all of a sudden getting like this crazy, you know, what is going on feeling as this food stage manager is waving me on like a third base coach, like, get on stage, get on stage. 
and you emerge and you see the State Farm Center. But it wasn't fully lit up. So, you know, right now I'm just looking at Dave Grohl. And that enough is just bizarre. He motions me over, says, what's your name? I say, Mike Carpenter. He says, all right, we got Mike Carpenter. He says, you know, it's Tom Sawyer. And just like that, they count in. And it's like, this is happening. And uh, then we kick into the song. Yeah, that's crazy. And then I saw that you um, you start performing and then everyone goes crazy. They ever, no one would think that someone, you know, you'd have such a great singer on and, you know, very accurate, too, honestly, to the song. Uh, so everyone went wild. Yeah, appreciate that. Uh, and uh, I see after that, uh, you know, I see uh, Dave's reaction, like, maybe two seconds later. And he's like, oh, yeah, this guy is, this is exactly what we needed. And they haven't played this song in a while, right? Yeah, they they did, I think, two, three years ago up in Canada. And yeah. Dave had broken his leg, so the video, when he had that big Foo Fighters throne, almost, that he played on. Mm-hmm. So they had done it before, and I remembered that video. And, uh, you know, Tom Sawyer is one of those songs that you sing in your car, but uh, some of the words you're kind of making up as you go along you yeah, think yeah. that they fit so that's what i went with like i maybe got 50 60 percent of the yeah, actual words a, right one of the things people didn't really realize that you didn't actually get that many of the lyrics <laughs> right but uh like even me not really knowing the song i was just uh i didn't re- had any idea that you know i just i was looking at it and i was like wow this guy is rocking the, the, well there was one moment i think the last verse uh it's what you say about his company, or something about what his company is, what you say about society. But I said society first, so at that point, I had to commit to saying it again. Yeah. So I ended up, I think, saying what you say about society is what you say about society, but uh-huh. whatever. And <laughs> uh, But you're right, that, that moment where it was that first line, which vocally is not too challenging. Like the first line in Tom Sawyer, Getty Week keeps it kind of low. But uh-huh. you can sing it with a little, like, you know, oomph behind it. And watching the video and seeing Pat Smear and Nate Mendel, the bass player, they raise their arms. Then Dave Grohl looks out to the crowd like, what? Because there was this nervous energy when that song started, this sort of will he, won't he, can he, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you know. And uh, once once I got that first line in, it was like, oh, here we go. And uh, that's when the rush just, no, no pun intended, that's when the adrenaline <laughs> rush just kicked in. Yeah. And then there are, you know, a few moments between the view singing. You're like, what is this guy going to do now? Like, he has he done such a big concert before? Is he going to walk around? And I'm, I see you start air guitaring with Dave. <laughs> uh, that was unbelievable. And then at some point you start and sh- um, you're tying your shoe. Yes, no, that, that's been, <laughs> out of all the little things that happen, that's one that most people have commented on. Like, uh, the, the most complimentary thing anyone said is, this guy's so rock and roll, he tied his shoe on the stage. <laughs> And because I get up there and as I walk up those steps to the stage, I feel my left shoe is loose and I look down and I can tell, oh, okay, this is going to be a problem, but I can't do it then. Like Dave's like, what's your name? And I, I, but they get into that (laughs) and it's just, hold on a second, Dave, I need to tie my shoe here. (laughs) They get that instrumental break and then I'm like, oh, I guess I can tie my shoe now. Uh, But there were other things too. Like when, when I got that charge through my body and it was, it was totally like, the old adage of better than any drug. And it's it's the absolute truth. I've never felt anything like that before. And, you know, I go stage left and point to them like, ah, you know, over there, over here. And I will say that the temporary power you get when a crowd is into it, like, that's a scary yeah. thing. That is way too much power for anyone uh-huh. to have. But I was like, you know what? For one, for one song, you know, let's let's ham it up a little bit. So I, I definitely did. I mean, there was a, there was a charge that kind of came over, came yeah, over me. Definitely. 
Uh, and uh, also you had the smoke machine going on. I almost fa- – no, I don't know about fainted, but that was one moment where maybe three and a half, four minutes in the song, coming out of, I think, the drum fill, uh, I-, I came to, and I had inhaled a bunch of that smoke accidentally. So I actually go back up to the mic stand and kind of – it looks like I'm just holding it, but I'm kind of leaning on it just to, like, gather – my bearings again because that was the moment where it's like oh, oh okay scale it back scale it yeah, back and don't yeah. don't collapse on stage or anything uh-huh. what an unbelievable experience i want to ask you like one two more things yeah I, sure i i heard that you've met bono i met bono yeah back in september they uh were over in indy where the colts play at that football stadium and i will say that was a little less spontaneous because you two is extremely good about meeting fans and we got over to Indy pretty early and start walking around the stadium and we see a few fans gathered and think, well, maybe this is, you know, they're here to meet the band or something like that. 30 minutes later, all these, you know, Lincoln Town cars pull in and the last one's Bono and he gets out, literally met, shook, shook hands, signed autographs for every single person that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was a crazy experience. Um, and I've had so many, I go to so many concerts that, uh, you know, it's, there's so many memories that I've had based off of live music, and this, in in a way, feels like a culmination of that. Like yeah. my friend joked that, well, you know, Law of Averages says if you go to 200 shows, you're going to get called up on stage on one of them, right? <laughs> um, I, I just never would have thought it would have been that in my hometown, yeah. that scale with you know, effectively, I think it was a sold out crowd. Um, if not, it was right there, and yeah, you yeah. can't literally, you can't draw that up. Literally a hole in run a home, yeah. Hole in one. Hole in one, <laughs> Grand Slam. I mean, yeah, uh, you could. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, so after this, uh, you still have your band. Uh, are you going to continue working? Are you going to. Uh, do you have any gigs coming up? Uh, well, I think people want to see you again. I, you know what sticks is like, we're leaving the stadium and people are like, uh, you're, are you in a band? I'm like, yeah, yeah, our name's Decadence. They're like, great. When's your next show? And I'm like, well. <laughs> Because right now we don't have any shows lined up. We'll be at the Great Cover Up in February, which is a great event. We've done that the last three years, where you uh, learn an artist's songs and you know you dress up like them. You prepare a set as that band. So we are not doing Rush, we are not doing Foo <laughs> Fighters, but we got a really cool one planned for that. We don't have any gigs uh, planned locally. We will try to get something for January, February. In that regard, I feel like awful that. Uh, there's not something to piggyback off of. Yeah. But we do have three studio albums and a live album. It's at decadence.bandcamp.com. Uh, I, the live album's right there. You can pay what you want, which is to say you don't have to pay anything at all. And uh, I'd recommend that for anyone interested in our music. Because I think if you like the Foo Fighters, if you like rock and roll, you'd really like Decadence. We're you know, classic rock-based, riff-heavy kind of rock music. So... Um, yeah, no gigs at the moment, but for now, decadence.bandcamp.com. Got a live album, and it really captured uh, what we're like live. Yeah. Um, yeah, so thanks so much for being here. Well, thank you for having um, me. Appreciate it. Yeah, you can find Mark Carpenter on ESPN from 4 to 6 on 93.5, and also lead guitarist and singer for Decadence, and you can follow him at Twitter at fanboycarp. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for being here, Mark. Th- thank you for having me. Appreciate it.